Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Hall of Famer Bill Walton will join us on the program known Bill a long time. I actually saw first game he ever played in. It was an exhibition game, preseason game, against Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The Blazers, the Lakers, and it was in Dayton, Ohio. Went there, and I knew Bill was going to get roughed up by Kareem, because, well, who didn't get roughed up by Kareem? And the game ended, and Bill walked out to his car and I followed Bill Walton. He was wearing a flannel shirt, a red and black flannel shirt. He had a bag, a brown bag of nuts and berries that he was carrying out. He had the ponytail, the long hair ponytail. And I'm walking out with a group of people. And I didn't say anything to him. I just walked out as he got into his car because I loved the way Walton played basketball. And down through the years, we've had many interactions. One of my favorites was the uh, NBA Entertainment. I would go there sometimes in New Jersey, the home office of uh, NBA Entertainment. They put out all those great videos. And I would go there, and you know, greatest games, NBA history. And Bill came in, and uh, we did a show about one game when he was with the Boston Celtics. And then I'm getting ready to drive into New York, and I'm driving a Jetta. And Bill goes, you know, can I get a ride? Well, Bill is probably seven foot three. I know he's listed at six eleven, but so he's in the front seat of my Jetta, my Volkswagen Jetta, and I'm taking from New Jersey in through the Lincoln Tunnel into New York. That his knees are up to his eyeballs because he's he's so tall. There's no room in that car. And then he goes, "You got tunes?" And I go, oh, "Yeah, I got tunes." <laughs> I had I had eight track tapes, and I go, uh, "I got." Bob Dylan, love Dylan. So here's Bill as we're driving from New Jersey into New York. He's sitting in the front seat of my car, and he's singing at the top of his lungs, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. (laughs) I didn't want want the uh, trip to end. It It was so much fun to just listen to him. And, you know, we've talked over the years about a variety of things, you know, thought about committing suicide when he had his back injury and could never get that repaired. He's had so many surgeries. And uh, 
You know, I think he's at a good place right now. So he's going to join us coming up here in a little bit. Yeah, Paul. In the early days of doing the show, Fritzy booked Bill Walton. We did, our, I think, our first Super Bowl show, all three of us together, in San Diego. Yeah. And there was like a little gazebo. It was right by the water. It's yeah. this little marina area. And it was a small little set. And it was near some hotels and restaurants. And Fritzy booked Bill Walton. And he tells him where he is. He goes, and he told Fritzy, do you need a car? Fritzy goes, do you need a car service? Do you need a car? He goes, no, I'll, I'll be fine. So we're standing out there. Looking for Bill Walton, we figure he's going to pull up in an SUV or get a ride. This is before Uber. He's on a 10-speed Schwinn. So good. It was orange. It was probably from the late 70s or early 80s. And he's wearing spandex and a shirt and a helmet. And he's on a 10-speed, and he pulls up Bill Walton. He, When they won, the Blazers won the NBA title, Bill rode his bike to the parade, and somebody stole his bike that day. Bill used to always get around on his bicycle, but uh, he'll join us coming up. You know, the Lakers made a move yesterday, and unless you're probably deeply embedded in college basketball or players on the Wizards bench, you're probably not too sure who the Lakers got. But uh, Rui Hachimura was at Gonzaga. I think he played three years there, and he's, and he's a nice player to have. He's young. He's 24. He's got, uh, what, three or four years of experience here. And can help out. He can shoot the three. I mean, it's not one of those headline-making trades, but I don't know if the Lakers are going to be able to make a headline-making trade. This might be it. But now they're trying to bring back what they traded away to get Russell Westbrook. You know, because they had these wings that had length and uh, could play at both ends of the floor. But uh, it's, he's a good player. He's not an all-star, but I think averaging uh, you know, 13 points. And this can help them. It really comes down to if Anthony Davis is healthy for an entire season, fill in your own punchline there, then they're a playoff team. With LeBron's playing as well as he's played in a long time. And Russell Westbrook, for the most part, has been really good off the bench. Now, if you add some, you know, you got to get some consistency. You know, you've got a lot of teams that are good. And, you know, you might be in a play-in situation. Or maybe you're an eighth seed, something like that. But all you want to do is get in. But if Anthony Davis is going to you know, stay healthy, then you have no chance here whatsoever. But I thought it was a good move by the Lakers yesterday. And it says something to LeBron that we're trying. I wouldn't stop trying, but I don't know who else you can get. They don't want to give up those first-round picks. And I wouldn't either, unless I knew we're one player away. And if we get that player then we can challenge for a championship here. If not, then you got a safeguard for the future when LeBron's not there. Yeah, Paul. That's what I was about to ask you. Do you think that the Lakers management is or quietly thinking about two years from now and the future when Anthony Davis is on the decline and LeBron's gone? I would. There's no guarantee with LeBron that he's going to want to be there. Does he want to go where his son's going to play? Is his son going to be one and done at Ohio State or wherever he goes? And then... You know, is he even drafted? And if I'm a team, do I draft him knowing that LeBron may want to join the team? Now, he's since kind of changed that. He is like, you know, playing against his son as opposed to being on the same team with his son. Because I don't know if LeBron's going to go wherever his son is drafted. Yes, he. How do you think Le- LeBron feels knowing that he's essentially just playing with the Wizards roster from like two years ago? And then <laughs> now instead, but instead he's in Los Angeles. 
and well, not on the he, East Coast. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't get Bradley Beal. If he got Bradley Beal, then he'd be fine with the Wizards roster. That's basically yeah. just the Wizards roster, yeah. though. Uh, who did we get from the Wizards? Uh, Rory yeah. Hunchmore. Everybody but Bradley Beal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and imagine if you're Kyle Kuzma, because Kuzma was with the Lakers, now with the Wizards, and they're hey, uh, one of you guys got traded today. Me? No, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry, not you. Can I go with? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I used to date a Kardashian. Oh, yeah, everybody did. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it's Rui's, yeah. It's Rui's turn. Yeah, <laughs> but like, well, I would be if I were LeBron to be bothered. But the Cavaliers are twenty nine and nineteen. They're a competitive young franchise. I know he could never go back there, and he had to leave, and they made a lot of changes. But that's got to be frustrating too. Is like where he is now, and then his hometown team is they're competitive. Yeah, I saw somebody proposed a trade, and normally I don't acknowledge him, but it was interesting. Evan Mobley for LeBron. If you're the Lakers, now you can't trade now. You got to wait until this summer if that was going to be the case. But would LeBron sign up for something like that? Let's say his son does go to Ohio State for a year. And because it's LeBron, LeBron said, hey, my son can go wherever he wants to go. All I have to do is make a call. <laughs> well, that that's not what you want to hear if you're Bronny. You want to be able to go, I can play anywhere in the country not my dad can make a call for me. That's not that's not the answer that you want. Like, uh, hey, why are you here? Uh, my dad placed a call. That's why. But he said, hey, I can make a call. And, you know, maybe it's Ohio State that he plays. Um, Andy Reid updated us on the uh, Patrick Mahomes ankle situation on Tom Brady's podcast with Jim Gray. These guys are wired different. Uh Jim, I mean that uh, you can hear it in Tom's voice. Uh, uh, they want to rip your heart out every possible way they can, jump on it, squeeze it, and everything else. And and that's the way Patrick was at that time. But yeah. I just wanted to make sure that some gun wasn't broken because it, it was kind of an ugly, ugly look right there. But uh, once he once he got it checked out, he was, he was good to go, and and uh, he's doing well now. So he he's uh, he's in a good place. I don't know if he'd be completely honest transparent with us and say, you know, I don't know. Because the point spread has varied. It went from the Bengals a three-point underdog to now being a two-point favorite here. And that's based off of Patrick Mahomes. If this was an injury in September, I would guess that Patrick Mahomes would miss at least one game. Chad Henney is a veteran backup. He is nowhere near Patrick Mahomes, but it is a home game. And, you know, that would help you. But He's going to get that thing shot up. Uh, he's not going to be 100%. And you wonder what the Bengals' philosophy is going to be. You know, Are you going to encourage him to be able to run a little bit? Because if, if he's a pocket passer, okay, he's still Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. But I would want to get him moving, moving off his spot. And that's usually when you go up the middle, that's when you get these quarterbacks to move off their spot. Make sure that you're testing that ankle, getting him out there. Make him run. Make him think about the ankle. Yeah, Paul. Isn't Chad Henney the perfect backup? He's older. He's very good for a backup. He's non-threatening because he's not young. Yeah. That's like the perfect backup situation you want. A guy that, no, if Chad Henney throws, let's say through three touchdowns last week. Beautiful. Great. Can't wait to get Mahomes back. There's like no threat. No. It's a perfect situation. Yeah, well, that's what you want with your backup quarterback. You want the guy who is non-threatening, who helps you be better, prepares you every week. And, you know, how many McCown brothers are there? 
It's like five of them. Are there any left? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think one is going to be the Texans' next head coach. Josh McCown? When, wasn't he up for the job before? Nice. But, and you know, maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, but uh, it, I, I remember that his name came up there. If if Sean Payton doesn't take the Texans, John. Yeah. Yes, Eden. If I, not that I'm speaking out of turn here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could have been. Uh... I could have been. Yeah. Sometimes I feel sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to you guys, right. and then I realize that there are millions of people out there listening. And oh, oh, okay. Oh, by the way, the breaking news. Uh, in case you missed it, yes. Top Gun has been nominated for Best Picture. That was the lead of the show, and rightfully so. The heck with Mahomes' ankle. Yeah. Tom Cruise getting his due. Maverick has been nominated for an Academy, well, six Academy Awards, but one for Best Picture seat. Good for them. I'm sure a lot of people worked really hard on that movie. They deserve all of their success. That's not that is not legitimate. No, there. that is very legitimate. That is not. I might happen to disagree with one of those nominations, but the rest, I'm sure, are all valid and completely deserved. Yeah. Uh, screenplay. Got uh, nominated for best screenplay. I disagree with two of those nominations, and I'm sure the Visual rest of them effects. are very much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You don't disagree with that. No, not visual okay. effects, no. Right. Original song, Hold My Hand by Lady Gaga. Uh, I'd have to listen to it again. Me too. Editing, sound, adapted screenplay, and best picture. What's the difference between screenplay and adapted screenplay? I have no idea. And how do you get nominated? Why is there two? Yes, Mark. I think adapted screenplay is from like a book. Mm. Oh, I missed the Top Gun Maverick book. I didn't read that. Maybe that's why I don't appreciate it as much. I didn't read the book first. <laughs> Yes, Paul. The original Top Gun was nominated for Best Song. Can anyone tell me who, what the song was and who sang it? Kenny Loggins. Highway to the Danger Zone? Not nominated. What? A complete slight. What? Another song during the love scene. Oh, uh, Berlin? Berlin, Take My Breath Take Away. Take My Breath Away. My yeah, that's breath a jam and a half away. right there. Got nominated for Best Song. Is that Terry uh, Nunn? Nice. Good I'm poll. say. Mm. Berlin had some bangers. Did they? Yeah, definitely. For sure. I was I was listening to uh, Jimmy Eat World last night. Heck yeah. Take some time. Is that, is that your uh, Phoenix prep? Yeah. Remember we met the drummer. Yeah, yeah. Zach, he's an awesome dude. Yeah. Awesome guy. So my wife goes, uh, there's this song called The Middle, and, and, um, and, and she didn't know the name of the band. So I go to Spotify. I'm trying to find The Middle. We just got done with dinner. And uh, I go, no, it's Jimmy Eat World. And she goes, no, it's not. And I said, all right, play the song. She goes, oh, yeah, that's it. I said, yeah, I met the drummer last time the Super Bowl was in Arizona. Did you guys get wings? We did. Yeah. We had wings and beers. <laughs> Jimmy ate wings. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy yeah, right. ate wings. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy drank beer. Yeah. Yeah. We had a great time. That's awesome. Yeah. All righty. Uh, so Hold My Hand by Lady Gaga. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Uh, do you have a George Strait update if we want to go see him on tour? Always, Dan. The great George Strait has a big uh, stadium tour coming this summer. He starts in Glendale, Arizona in May. He's hitting a bunch of cities. They got two shows in Nashville. Well, what about, is, does he come east? Nashville. That's as far east as uh, George oh, Strait's coming. Oh, all right. I think it sounds like a George Strait song. <laughs> Won't go east from Nashville. Um, guess who's opening for George Strait for two nights in Nashville? Darius Rucker. Chris Stapleton. Chris St oh. that's a That's a hammer of a show. Wow. You may have to throw some weight around. Aye, 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 aye. 
let's let's road trip that. I heard Nashville is going to be a popular town. We should go down. Yeah, there. yeah it's going to check it out. Going to be it's, it's, you know, a lot of people are moving there. Jump in on the real estate, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Nissan Stadium, late July <laughs> might be a might be a like a decade late. You think so? Getting in on that Nashville real estate. Uh, I called it like a year Boom. ago. Yeah. <laughs> let's take a break. Hall of Famer Bill Walton will join us, and Seton will do his Bill Walton impersonation for Bill Walton. I would be honored, Dan. <laughs> take a break. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, conference title games, and your chance to win big. Right now, counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And not a new customer? You can also feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Dylan. Dylan's pretty good at the uh, same-game parlays on our uh, gambling podcast. The uh, bigger NFL payouts boost your winnings. Each leg, you add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code PATRICK. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championship games and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Code PATRICK. Fritzy. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ohio. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I didn't I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. See America's biggest skating stars, the Toyota U.S. Figure Skating Championships, January 26th through the 29th on NBC, USA, and Peacock, which is where you can also stream this show. Download the app. You can watch for free. He's the Hall of Famer, Bill Walton, and uh, it's called Throw It Down with Bill. How would Bill Walton say this, Seton? Throw it down. Throw it down. One time. Throw it down. Down, big man. Throw it down. Please, I came here to see somebody throw it down and all their shooting jumpers out there. Let's go. So Dan Patrick, our hero, the standard of excellence, the search for perfection. Yeah, it all comes to be. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Bill. Uh, yeah, Seton's been working on his Bill Walton impersonation. Um, you want to give us give us a little Grateful Dead feel here. Wake now, Dan, and discover that you are the song the morning brings, recognizing <laughs> that everything has led up to this day, and yet it's a day unlike any other that's ever been. We will survive. We will get by. Get up. Get off. Get out the door, my friends. And throw it down. Throw it down, big man. Get up, get on, get out the door. <laughs> There's a fire on the mountain. We had the volcano stoker last night. Jason Benetti, Tim Sullivan did a remarkable job. The whole team was over the top. Dome Productions in conjunction with the NBA. But I just want to know if Seton, is that is that the Seton for Seton Hall? And was he using chat GPT to come up with that script? <laughs> That is that is uh, Seton for Seton Hall, as a matter of fact. Yeah, my dad went there. Well, fantastic. You're like Bobby Hurley there, naming his children Cameron. And, That's it. Yeah. Yeah, but Seton didn't get into Seton Hall. Really? <laughs> and, uh, my son would be named uh, Mountaineer. <laughs> yeah, he went to West Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm named Bill. I'm named, I'm named after my dad. And my dad was the greatest dad ever. He had zero interest in sports. I never talked sports with him. I never watched sports with him. I never played sports with him. But I let him down. I let him down because I was 23 when we had our first child, Adam, who was here yesterday, lived up the street. And my dad, I'm the third. And my dad wanted a fourth. And I was not old enough. I was not mature enough to want to burden one of our children with mining. Oh. And then the other time was when the end of the line for my dad and I was running the show there for everybody and everything because we just lived 10 minutes away from my parents' home. And my dad was in and out of the hospital a lot at the very end. He was 83 years old. And he kept telling me, Bill, I don't want to die in the hospital. I don't want to die in the hospital. And so we were always calling 911. They were all our friends. It all grew up a very close community where I come from. And so the paramedics were always there in and out, taking my dad back and forth to the hospital. And this one time, I mean, I was there and we called 911. And my dad said, Bill, I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't want to die in the hospital. I thought we could still save him. 
They put him in the ambulance. I had the ambulance door and he's looking at me and he's got tears in his eyes. And he said, I don't want to go to the hospital, Bill. But I closed the door. No. The ambulance went off. I followed it to the hospital and he never got out. And it was something that I wish I had known better. When my mom passed uh, a year ago, uh, I knew better. Uh, you know, I, I was just in my early 50s when my dad passed. So it was not 19 years ago. How you doing, Dan? I'm, let's let's cheer it up a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, let's pick this thing up. Let's throw it down one time. Uh, if you didn't go to UCLA, where were you going? UCLA. There was no second choice. No second choice. And I'm reading a brilliant book right now. I know you're a reader and, and you love books and knowledge and everything. One of my teammates, the winningest player in the history of college basketball, Larry Farmer, got a brand new book out, Santa Monica Press. It's called The Role of a Lifetime. And Larry's experience was totally different than mine. And although in many ways it was totally similar because we played for the same coach. We were, he was the starter for two years on, on our first two championships there, undefeated, uh, never lost a game with Larry in the starting lineup there. And he played with Sidney Wicks in the, in his sophomore year, th- an era of three years of college basketball. And it was, it's just a beautiful read and it's a fun, upbeat, happy book. And all the different things that went down and the way that Larry's able to turn the phrase to, to, to make it so real, so inviting, so enveloping, which was what UCLA was all about. And so many spectacular people. And yes, we had John Wooden as great a coach as there's ever been, but we also had JD Morgan as great an athletic director as there's ever been. We had Chancellor Young, who was the chancellor at UCLA for 29 years. I mean, that's a job that just chews people up and spits <laughs> them out in public education. And then we had Ducky Drake. Ducky Drake got there in 1923 and he died in 1988. And I can't even do the math anymore. I think that's 65 years. But uh, he, he was the trainer. He was the track coach. He was Rayford Johnson and C.K. Yang's coach. But he was the, the conduit that was that understood young people's problems and was able to be the sounding board and and be the buffer between Chancellor Young, uh, J.D. Morgan, John Wooden, and all the players. Well, it, was, it was a phenomenal experience for me. I wish it had lasted forever. What would you have made with name, image, and likeness at UCLA? Uh, I was doing a show one time <laughs> with Kareem, and, uh, and we got to the Q&A, and, and, and they asked Kareem, and, you know, we always defer to to Kareem, you know, the, the greatest player I ever played against, the standard of excellence. And so we'll, we'll get to Kareem and his records and and LeBron in a moment. But we're sitting there and it goes to the Q&A. And, and they said, Kareem, if you had played in the, in the era of NIL, what would you have made? And he looked at me and, and, and he looked back at the crowd and he said, Europe. and and then he looked over at me and he said and Bill would have got South America (laughs) and so as I was watching LeBron's game the other night I mean just his last game uh, I I don't know exactly when they're playing again but I saw him play against the Blazers I was prepping for uh, throw it down Spurs at Blazers and I'm watching this guy and you know it was I think it was 20 years ago, or maybe even more, when he first started at St. Mary's, St. Vincent's. And we went over there and into Cleveland State and did that first game when he was in high school. We did a second game when he was in uh, at playing at Poly Pavilion because it was it was so spectacular when he was 18 years old. And now here he is. I believe he's 38 now. And 
what he was doing in that game at 38 years old, then he is not backing into this record. No. I mean, th- this is a staggering accomplishment of everything. But did you and, think Kareem's record would ever be broached? You always think that. I mean, I was there when Wilt was setting all his records, right? And then Kareem starts catching him, right? And, and, and Wilt was fantastic. And uh, Wilt was a huge influence in my life. I've been the luckiest guy in the world. And so when Kareem was coming up, on, and, and Wilt would get super mad in my early days of broadcasting for the Clippers when I would talk about Wilt's records. This was, you know, in the 90s, and early 90s, and 33 years ago now. And and I would uh, always refer to it, uh, you know, as uh, when Wilt would miss 5,000 free throws in his career. <laughs> and and Wilt, would, Wilt would call me and say, hey, Billy, don't talk about that. If, if I thought that was important, I would have made him. <laughs> and then when Kareem was coming to pass him and, and, and break his records, uh, Wilt, you know, he, he, he would say to all of us, and, and, these were, you know, personal conversations. Jack as Wilt was just an incredible human being. He was a combination, personality-wise, of Magic Johnson and Santa Claus. And so when you would ask, when you, you know, when you would be talking and Kareem was coming up, and the level of skill, talent, dedication, determination, durability that it takes to do something like that is just off the charts indescribable. And so as Kareem is, you know, inching up and going to get there, and I was watching the game when Kareem swung the sky hook in Mark Eaton's face and hit it in Las Vegas, and and so Wilt would say, "Billy, if if I thought anybody was ever going to break my records, <laughs> I just would have doubled them up." <laughs> because you know, in those days, a lengthy career was ten, twelve, a dozen years, yeah. thirteen years. And, you know, today's players, this is to take nothing away from today's players. These guys are spectacular. The level of physical fitness. And it's one of the things that just blows me away about LeBron is that here he is, 38, and he is still the most active guy in the game. And he is running so fast and attacking the rim and throwing it down. And then he shoots jumpers. And when I watch LeBron, I, I... I can never figure out what the best part of his game is. I mean, here's a guy who, you know, who, who in any particular moment, any particular game, any particular event, he can be the best shooter, the best passer, the best dribbler, the best rebounder, the best defender, and uh, the, the best shot blocker, the best screener, the best decoy. He can do everything out there, and he's still doing it as well, if not better than anybody else in the game at Portland on Sunday night which the Lakers started off with a 14-point lead in the early moments, and then they were behind by 25 points at halftime. And so I kind of drifted away to something else. And then I, you know, I keep looking at my phone all following the scores every night, and then I see it's a game again, and then the Lakers win it going away. Now they got Rui Hachimura. Yep. So it's like, wow, anything is possible. In, in, in the NBA today, if you win four games in a row, you're skyrocketing up the standings because everybody is so bunched in and, and nothing's been determined yet. But is there too much scoring, Bill? It's almost like uh, baseball where there's too many home runs and there's too many three pointers. No, it's fine. It's what the rules are. And the the scientists and, and this was Mike D'Antoni who saved basketball. Would the game be better if we removed the three point line? No. 
I love the three-point line, and it, it was so fantastic. I, I remember one night we were playing. You know, in the, in the early days of the three-pointer, we started in 79, and, and, and rest in peace, Chris Ford, who yeah. just passed away, made the first three-pointer. And so we're playing in the Boston Garden, and, you know, I'm not really playing. I'm sitting on the bench cheering for Larry and Kevin and Chief and DJ and Danny. Larry's having a monster game monster game and in the Boston Garden is just rocking it's against the Knicks and Hubie Brown is coaching and Patrick Ewing and, and, and Bernard King and all these guys right and an excellent excellent team but certainly not the Boston Celtics with Larry Bird and Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale and DJ and Danny and the second string that we had and the crowd is going crazy Larry 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 MVP I mean the scoreboard is shaking right and Hubie, who was the coach of the Knicks at the time, now Hubie, as the broadcaster at 89, and, and really ever since he became the broadcaster, has been the model of decorum. Right? But when he was the coach, I mean, he was a firebrand over there, and he loved to yell at his own players. And when that didn't work, he started yelling at us, the other team. And so Larry's making three after three, and, 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 and the ball rolls out of bounds right to Hubie Brown, who picks up the ball. And normally you just throw it back to the ref. And Larry comes running over there because he doesn't want the game to stop, right? And, and, and Hubie won't give Larry the ball, right? And, Hubie, and Larry's like trying to grab it. And the ref comes over. What's going on here? And the crowd is just stunned and everything. And finally, Larry, you know, does get a hold of the ball, but Hubie still won't give it up. The referee comes in, separates him, and. <laughs> And L Hubie looks at Larry and says, oh, yeah, Bird, yeah. You think you're so good making all these threes and firing this crowd up here and torching the Knicks here on a Friday night in the Boston Garden. You think you're so good, Bird, making all these threes. Let's see you bank one of those threes in. And Larry looked at like like Al Pacino from Taxi Driver. I, I, I hope I got it. Al and Robert De Niro. I De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. De Niro. De Niro. Okay, yeah. it was Robert De Niro for taxi. <laughs> and he, Larry looks at Hubie like he's the taxi driver, right? He says, you, you're talking to me. And Larry just, who was already so on fire, he grabs the ball from the ref, throws it in, gets it right back, right in front of Hubie, like a, a foot from the sideline where the coach is stand, right? Looks at Hubie and banks in a three. <laughs> and then he spends the rest of the game banking in every three. <laughs> every time you just glare over at Hubie, you're looking at me, you're talking to me. Oh, my God. Oh, the, the, the NBA uh... today is, is superb. These players, these players are staggeringly fit. These players are staggeringly skilled. I mean, the dribbling, the passing, the shooting, the rebounding, and, and it's just, they're all so gifted, you know, and with with the selection of the players and the development and what BAL, what the Africa Initiative is between the, the NBA Academy, the BAL, and, and, and Basketball Without Borders, which is, you know, these are global things, but right now, 25% of the NBA 25% is international players. Fantastic. And David Stern, you know, he's responsible for that. What we all did going around the world, teaching the game of basketball in the 90s. Our basketball, you know, they had the business guys, the marketing guys, the media guys, the organization guys. But the basketball team was Jack Ramsey, Hubie Brown, Calvin Murphy, and me. And we got to go everywhere once a month for a week. And it was just absolutely fantastic. And now you've got play, players like Dirk Nowitzki, and you've got players like Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili from all over the world, and Boris Diaw, and you know, it, the, 
the globalization has been absolutely fantastic. And then and the money. I mean, Ken David Stern took a game and turned it into a business, a business that's now generating $10 billion a year. And you know, our guests last night, Phil Knight, we had Dr. J, Phil Knight, and Adam Sandler, and they were all just brilliant. But as David Stern, the most important man in the history of all basketball, never took a shot. But he made the game into a business and then Phil Knight, the most important man in the history of all sports, because he did that for all sports. And Nike by itself makes more money every year than the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, uh, hockey and the NCAA combined. And, and, and it's just incredible what, what they've been able to do, the, the business, the growth. You look back at the numbers and, and the skyrocketing graphs, the hockey stick graph, and it's just Phenomenal. And we're so grateful. We're so happy. He is uh, Bill Walton, the Hall of Famer. It's called Throw It Down with Bill Walton. It streams exclusively on NBA League Pass. The uh, next matchup is Raptors Suns. That'll be Monday night. In the desert. Let's go. (laughs) Hey, it's, it's great to see you. I'm glad you're doing well. I love Dan Patrick. Thank you for having me. Thank you for your patience. Yes. Thank you. Seton, do you want to say goodbye to Bill Walton as Bill Walton? Mr. Walton, we just keep on rolling. Just a mile to go. <laughs> Roll away the dew. Yeah. <laughs> if my words did glow like the gold of sunshine. Thank you. There's well <laughs> triple in still water where there is no pebble tossed nor wind to blow. Thank, Thank you for Thank having you. me. Thank you for your patience. Thank, Thank you for you, my Billy. life. That is you, Bill Walton, Hall of Famer. <laughs> He's the best, man. Hall of Famer. I love him. Take a break. Last call for phone calls after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. 
flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. I think we've celebrated more the Oscar nominations for Top Gun then Tom Cruise will celebrate today. Six nominations, including Best Picture. Fritzy, there's no reason why Tom Cruise should not call in. He owes us one after yes, all that. He, he does. He does. Uh, is there anything to watch tonight? Uh, late night on the East Coast, at least. Clippers at Lakers, Dan. Oh, yeah. I like that. You got that. You uh, got, uh, Lakers, four-point underdogs. Now, you're more likely to watch something like... Uh, would be a bad. Oh, Bulls Pacers is right up your alley. Some below average basketball. Mm, unless uh, Halliburton is playing, Bulls, then, then I'd watch that. I got uh, Nuggets Pelicans, Wizards Mavericks. Mm. Yeah. What the new look Wizards no. now after the uh, <laughs> the Hachimorlis? Hachimort. Yeah. yeah. Celtics uh, Heat. Uh, the Hall of Fame ballot. Uh, you could get none of the above. Uh, so they're going to make the announcement. I think six Eastern today. If anybody's going to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame, uh, do you do you have a ceremony if nobody gets in? You you still have every all the Hall of Famers go there. We're here to honor nobody, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Nobody. <laughs> um, I mean Scott Rowland might be the guy to get in. That's because a Rod and Manny and some of these other players. Uh, are not getting in, but I, I, I have no idea. I, I, I think I get less interested in the Hall of Fame each year. Just after a while, it's like, if you want to put in guys who use steroids, put them in. I don't care. Like, after a while, you know, it, that, that takes over the, the conversation. And it's, it's unfortunate, but that's what happens. It's usually who doesn't get in, not who gets in. If Scott Rowland gets in, it'll be like, well, did he get in because... Uh, he's the cleanest candidate with the best numbers. I mean, Kurt Schilling is still, he's a Hall of Famer. Whether you like his politics or who he is as a person, when he was on the field, he's a Hall of Famer. You know? A-Rod got popped twice. No, he should not be eligible. Should not. Manny, you know, I have a problem putting those guys in. But if baseball wants to put them in, great. It's a museum. Want to put them in, put them in. Just put something on their plaque. Tested positive for steroids twice. Suspended for X number of games. Tell the whole story. But, you know, it just gets to the point where you're like, every year. Maybe you could put a little barcode on the bottom and you could buy the supplements they use. Oh. 
It was right to your Amazon. Well, no, just show you what they use. <laughs> like you do a barcode and like, oh, what? Uh, what? That, oh, wow. That's a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but maybe it's Scott Rowland. Maybe nobody gets into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, Kevin in Cincinnati. Hi, Kev. What's on your mind today? Dan, uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to say about Joe Burrow. Um, everybody's talking about, you know, he's kind of cocky and everything, but I was just wondering how you felt when he, when he got Ohio State and he had to sit behind so many guys, but he had to keep working on his game. And then he stayed there and graduated, and then, you know, he galvanized LSU. He's totally galvanized this community here in Cincinnati. He's making everybody better, the community better. I just think, like Marcella said, this guy, he brings something special to the game, but but what do you think about when he was at Ohio State and he didn't transfer out and he stayed through his years? Well, I think being from Ohio, his dream to go to Ohio State didn't work out, wasn't going to play, then went to LSU. Um, I don't have any problem with his attitude. If you want to say it's cocky, okay, he backs it up. It's confidence. I mean, he views it as confidence because, he, as he said to me at the Super Bowl in Miami, hey, that when you're prepared, that's what comes along with it. I'm confident. Don't don't you want your athlete to be prepared? Therefore, they're confident. I'm fine with that. And and this is also his personality. He doesn't share very much. Local media will tell you that. You know, he's not an open book. He's just this is what I do. This is how I play. And I admire that. I mean, we accept great athletes in all different forms. Whether it's you know somebody outspoken, somebody who doesn't say anything, uh, you know somebody who's got unbelievable athleticism, somebody who gets by by being smarter, whatever it might be, and there's nothing wrong with embracing. Patrick Mahomes is cocky, the way he plays, but he's prepared. I'm okay with that. Huh? That we don't get to see film study where you go, how much time you putting in. But I, I respect what I see. In, in the biggest games, I respect what I see. And after all, isn't that what we want? You want that from the stars. What do you do when you need to do it and they know what you're going to do? No problem with that. Drew in New Mexico. Hey, Drew, what's on your mind today? Hey. Hey. Uh, first, of all, first of all, I'd like to compliment you and the Danettes yesterday on... Uh, Dave Lapham using the word flaccid in a sentence and no audible <laughs> snickers could be heard. Nope. I heard it and I just kept uh, moving. I kept moving. <laughs> I, I, you know what? No reason to stop. Dave was on a roll. Um, I would also like to <laughs> sort of raise the poll question. Uh, if you were forced to listen to one color analyst for the rest of your life, forced, would you rather, would you rather miss out on, Collinsworth's wisdom or Greg Olson's babbling? Um, you know, I thought Greg Olson had a pretty good week. This is what I would tell these, these color commentators. Say less. You don't have to fill it wall-to-wall talking. Say less. It's TV. Say less. But they, they say more. And I don't need more. Because your football audience is a very educated audience, and they know the game. And I think sometimes we use you use terms that are football terms for football people who work in the business or, you know, a coach. Oh, he'll understand what this term is. We don't need that. Sometimes it's really just simplistic. Keep it simple. Be insightful. Be in the moment. 
tell me something I don't see. That's what I would say to these analysts. But it's almost like they all started reading the same book, and this is how you're supposed to be an analyst during football games. And I would have less. Less is more. Less is more impactful, powerful. Let's, uh, oh, this day in sports history, Paulie. 1947, NFL owners uh, gave sudden death overtime the green light for playoff games. The rule was never even used until 1958. Here's one. 1955, the Rules Committee of Major League Baseball announced a plan to strictly enforce the rule that a pitcher is required to release the ball within 20 seconds after taking position on the mound. Mm. That rule has been in place since 1955. It was just never enforced. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, 1987, guess who hosted Saturday Night Live? Co-hosted. Why would I be excited? Because it's Joe Montana and Walter Payton. Oh, oh greatest show ever. Walter is so funny. <laughs> uh, Seton, the final results of poll question. Dan, just uh, over 65% of the audience uh, say Top Gun Maverick is worthy of a Best Picture nomination. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Todd, what'd you learn today? Josh Dumel continues to insist the Cowboys would have, been, would have beaten the Niners if Cooper Rush would have played over Dak Prescott. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? DraftKings Sportsbook Same Game Parlays. Pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app. Sign up with the code Patrick. Get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show. One more item. We close out the show. Panini America. Wow. We always love when we get a gift pack here. You know, when it comes in and we open it up, it's like Christmas. Those cards that they have. So many great things there. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. Plus, well, they're the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. One-of-a-kind digital cards. They have public auctions on the site, and you can share your cards in the public gallery. Complete challenges. Earn exclusive award cards panini nfts the place to be for the nfl playoffs and stretch run of the nba season keep an eye out on the panini nft platform ah, i get excited i get ahead of myself here talking about panini they have one-of-a-kind vip experiences select nft holders access to on-field experiences at nfl games or backstage at ufc i got so much more to tell you about but i have to stop PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain the official trading cards and nfts the dan patrick show at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. <laughs> 